We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Bill, what is the scariest phrase in the lexicon of New York City commuters? Delays. 90-minute delays. Have you heard that from time to time? I have. If you were traveling, I know you travel to uh, Long Island, but if you were traveling to New Jersey this week, specifically Monday afternoon, Monday evening, uh, Monday night, you might not have gotten home until Tuesday morning. It was a hellish commute. Head back over to uh, New Jersey Transit. 30-minute delays into and out of New York Penn Station. Uh, that because of a stalled train. And let's start with NJ Transit. 90-minute delays. Two-hour delays for NJ Transit commuters in the and out of Midtown Direct Rail Service continues diversions to Hoboken Terminal, Amtrak, overhead wire issues. The New Jersey Transit rail tickets passes cross onto by path at Newark Penn. Stop me if you've heard this one before. An Amtrak power failure stopped a train in the tunnel to Penn Station creating a cascade of delays and cancellations for the evening commute. It was crazy. I mean, I couldn't even, like, move. Said Jess Rezel of Manhattan, who was back at Penn Station this morning to try again. I have to say that as a Long Island Railroad commuter and knowing what's been going on with New Jersey Transit, I thank my lucky stars I'm on the Long Island Railroad. People, Bill, are mad as hell and they don't want to take it anymore. But they're being told they have to take it. This week on WCBS 880 In-Depth, the hell that is New Jersey Transit and why nights like this past Monday will most definitely happen again. I'm Tim Sheld, and this week we bring you a conversation about what has become a tragic comedy, the rail system of New Jersey Transit. Even before this week's rush hour meltdown, a scathing report by the state auditor found, among other things, the cost to install federally mandated positive train control more than doubled to half a billion dollars. And no one's even sure that they'll get the work done in time to meet this year's deadline. Dozens of bridges in need of repair have been left off a priority repair list. And in something that will surprise no one who ever takes New Jersey Transit, the audit found that 18,000, 18,000 trains were delayed between 2017 and May of 2019. Monday's mayhem impacted tens of thousands of commuters who were trying to get out of New York's Penn Station and into New Jersey. It left many stranded for hours without a way to get home. One train filled with commuters sat stranded for hours between New York and Secaucus. Someone on the train finally had to dial on their cell phone to 911 and say, hey, we're still stuck out here, and then they were rescued by a rescue train. Spoke to a co-worker here in our company who said trying to get from Manhattan to Trenton took him five hours. He waited hours before even finding out that his train wasn't ever going to run at night. And then he took the path to Newark, got to Newark, and caught an Amtrak to Trenton after having to wait for that train. The irony of ironies? 
This whole thing was Amtrak's fault. It was their overhead wires that caused the problem in the first place for New Jersey Transit. The problem here is accountability, says one of New Jersey Transit's most powerful critics, the state Senate's majority leader, Loretta Weinberg. Our conversation with her. The problem is, of course, it's a culmination. It's not a one-time thing that people could understand. It's a culmination of so many uh, bad experiences with New Jersey Transit. And I remind people in the administration and uh, people in the legislature that New Jersey Transit affects 900,000 New Jerseyans every single day. They take the trains, they take the buses, they are the, the, it's almost a million residents in our state that are subjected to these really serious quality of life issues. And you probably were not surprised by the state auditor's report, but it was a pretty scathing report. Right. No, I was not surprised. And and again, as I said, I think it's, There just has seemed to be a lack of urgency coming from either MJ Transit or really from the administration to make sure that this stays front and center until we solve it. A lot of this was inherited. Would have been nice had we had a new tunnel, which uh, the former governor canceled one of the worst public in the public interest moves, in my humble opinion, made by any public official in a generation. And uh, it was canceled, put us where we are today. Uh, We now have a president in the White House who doesn't seem to understand how important public transportation is, not only to this region, but indeed to the country. And uh, so we're starting out because of the Chris Christie actions where we started out well behind. But we now have a new administration who's been there a little more than two years. And uh, I think the time is getting to that stage where the sense of urgency, whatever whatever we need to do, it needs to be done. And we can't wait any longer. Would, would you call it a state of emergency, Senator? Would you consider what we go through on a regular basis a state of emergency on our transit yeah, system? There is no doubt in my mind because it affects it affects the quality of life of so many people. As I said, first safety, and then equally important, when you can't get home to have dinner with your kids, three out of every five nights, that is a real quality of life issue. When you can't get home in time to go to a parent-teacher's conference or to visit an elderly parent who needs some assistance, we are affecting too many people too directly. And um, as I said, I think the time has come where it where it is a... a state of emergency. And, you know, I don't mean that in the legal sense of the governor having to issue an edict, but I do believe that the governor has to make sure that the people who are running things there realize that they have 
some time limit to improve it all. Senator, we here in New York are losing a transit head who took a lot of responsibility, walked the platforms, uh, interacted with members of the public, and owned uh, the transit system uh, in the in the name of Andy Byford, and he's uh, he's leaving, as you know, in a couple of weeks. What would you mm-hmm. think is what would you think of someone like uh, him coming to a New Jersey transit? Well, what I know about him is what I've read about him. He seems to be universally respected. Uh, so certainly it, it would not be a stretch for our administration to reach out to him. Despite her concerns, Senator Weinberg is actually optimistic. Help may be on the way. She says a newly constituted New Jersey Transit Board has its first meeting next week. What will it take? I mean, you're, you are a very powerful person. You're well thought of. Um, uh, you, you are a leading voice on this, if not the leading voice on it in the state of New Jersey. Uh, and still, we, we, we get frustrated by the results that we see. You Look at those pictures on Twitter and see the crowds in Penn Station. That is not a way to attract people to come live in our communities and, and want to be in our, uh, around here. No, and the transportation system is a very, very important um, issue when businesses think about staying or relocating to New Jersey. I think what needs to be done is, first of all, we have a new NJ Transit Board who will be at their first meeting, whenever the first meeting is, uh, of the NJ Transit this month. I And I think it needs a sense of urgency that has been lacking. First of all, we haven't really had a good functioning board for quite some time. I think we do now. I think it is time for the board, with the help of the governor, to demand much more accountability with time limits. And if they can't do the job, then we've got to get new senior management in there people who can do the job. This is a matter of safety, and it is a matter of the quality of life for a large, large group of our residents, and it's time that we have the appropriate spotlight on it. You can't overestimate the, the, the amount of stress that this all right. gives us. I mean, right. in our life, we, we, we don't need this. This is something that right. uh, we, we would take. It's like a utility. A utility should work when we flip the switch, right? Yeah, you, you expect it to, to do so. And you'll even put up with an electric out, outage after some big storm, but for a given length of time, <laughs> yeah, you'll put up with it. After that, it's like, what's wrong with these people? And that's it. This is the culmination of so many more events over the past um, several years. But that's one of the reasons why people do feel distressed and have no more patience with it. But last question for you. You've been generous with your time. I apologize for taking uh, so much of it. Okay. Uh, but but what about um, you? Not you, you say you you watch on Twitter on a night like that. You don't really see a ton of communication uh, from New Jersey Transit. Uh, and in 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 many of those videos that I've seen, I haven't really seen anybody from the the NJT out on the platforms or in Penn Station trying to help it. It really is a fend-for-yourself kind of situation on a night like that. 
you're right. And if people had people around who know what's going on and can translate it, how much calmer will they feel? You know, they might still be annoyed at the interruption or at how long it's taking, but at least they will know that the people who are responsible are out there. They're trying to fix whatever the problem might be, and they're giving information. And uh, that is sorely lacking. Nice to talk to you. Thank you so much for picking up the phone today. Thank you, Tim. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. According to our friends at Clever Commute, the Tuesday night rush hour was drama-free for New Jersey Transit. But the week is young. WCBS 880 In-Depth is a weekly deep dive into an important topic in our world. We've been doing a lot on transportation, and we will continue to look at these issues. They're important to us. Bill Tynan is our engineer. He's the Bill I was talking to at the top of the podcast. Next week, we promise a podcast on the New Hampshire primary with Steve Burns, who's on assignment up there. If you like 880 In-Depth, spread the word. And of course, please subscribe. You'll find it wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for WCBS 880 In-Depth. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.